Oh, yes. I just wanted to say uh, Jamie Lynn Spears is the reason that I am pro-choice. No other reason. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears getting pregnant and ending Zoe 101. She's the reason why I'm pro-choice. Period. Literally. Literally. Literally, period. Queer. Black. Black. Soundtrack. Give it to me, baby. Right on, right on. Funky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you ready? Ooh, I know, I know you, see you see me standing here. Do I look good to you? Do I look good to Day. Day. Like we, I just completely switched keys. That's fine. No, we, you gotta, you gotta figure. <laughs> you gotta, you ooh, just gotta ooh, vibe. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> she actually ate that. She tore baby bump and all. She tore a baby bump. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do have to tell you that, like, when I was. When I was at the the age of like when Joy One of One was on, I distinctly remember like being very upset that she was like sixteen or seventeen or whatever age she was and pregnant. Like I was I was really like it was really misplaced anger at the fact <laughs> that like, oh, like my favorite show is like ending, like it can't come back. I was just upset because I was like it could have went on, but this bitch just decided to keep the fucking baby literally literally like she she could have had an abortion and we could have had at least 10 more seasons she could have had a paid for abortion and just kept providing us the content we needed with the needed exactly the key the little key the pink key around her neck like that was so sickening that was sickening i i i I was gonna say i was gonna say something but i don't want to i don't want to divulge that information on the podcast um but Everyone go stream Zoe 101 on pla- um, uh, Paramount Plus. <laughs> Zoe 102. <laughs> Zoe 102. That's coming out. That's coming out. Okay, so today we're going to be discussing the icon themselves. The baddest motherfucking bitch in the a buddy, building. In a building. The baddest bitch in a building. The baddest queer bitch in a building. <laughs> Cure. <laughs> <laughs> Kelani mami, Kelani mami, Kelani, 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 Uy, Kelani, Kelani. Mira Kelani. What? I was like, I was, I was just about to say her real name is, but her real name is actually Kalani. Kelani Ashley Parrish. Period. Oh my god! Wait, why are they three years older than me? Yeah, she's twenty-seven. She's a Taurus. An April, April twenty-fourth Taurus. April, right? Yeah. Yeah, April twenty-fourth is a Taurus. Kehlani, honestly, it makes so much sense that Kehlani is a Taurus because her music is for like the girls who like have crystals, but like also like work at Starbucks, like work these like crazy shifts at Starbucks and don't even have time. Their music is like their music is like that now, but like. I think before like this album that we're about to discuss before this album like they definitely just made like pure unadulterated bird music 
Yeah. Like chirp. Mm-hmm. Chirp. That mixtape <laughs> that mixtape R and B. Like like Kilani, you know, Kilani's music came from JoJo's Marvin's room. Like <laughs> <laughs> like that's the level bird that her music is, you know, in as far as to. Yo. Did you hear that interview that uh, JoJo just did with, like, Tank or whatever? No. They, she was on Tank's podcast, and Tank was like, oh, like, who are your, like, top R&B influences? And I don't even remember the rest of the four because, what, like, she mentioned R. Kelly. She's like, oh, my God, I hate to say this, but, like, R. Kelly. And no, I was like, girl. I hate to say this. Yeah, don't say that. Like, don't <laughs> say that. Like, keep that in the drafts, mommy. Clearly, she didn't watch the documentary. Like, what? Like, girl, if you're a trapped in the closet fan, just say that. But all that extra shit, you could just keep to yourself. Like, why would you make that public information? Nobody's, try- nobody's trying to hear that. Bitch, move. Nobody's trying to hear she that moves. shit. <laughs> She's up in the kitchen. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Back to Kimani. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. So today we'll be discussing Kalani's second commercial and third mixtape while we wait. And a fun fact I just learned about uh, while we wait is that it was, I thought it was originally just like, oh, this was like an album filler, like EP, whatever. So yes. If the name was in anticipation for this uh, second album, I think this was their second album, mm-hmm. uh, or or pre before like pre second album, and then, um, but it's also it was also made like in anticipation for their baby because they are also a mother, yes. or a parent, yes, which is I I have like such an obsession with um like neo soul and r&b artists who like sort of dedicate albums to motherhood like just to name a few i guess mm. like cleo soul mother um cleo. erica badu mama's gun um yeah things like that i, I love so i love i love this album particularly because it just I-, I feel like it's a great introduction to who kehlani is and what she what she does well mm-hmm. i agree i agree i think Kalani's definitely their music um, is definitely heavy on the R&B and pop side, but mm-hmm. I don't think people get enough, I don't think they get enough credit for, um, like, the way that they do R&B and the layering and their style of R&B. I think it's really heavy on, like, classic, like, brandy influences, and like you said, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Erica Badu and India Irie. I definitely feel mm-hmm. that those influences a lot in this album so i'm really excited to get into it to get into it yes absolutely yes so we start the album with a banger first of all footsteps uh featuring music so child which was really cute that was real cute because she knew i feel like she knew that um her she knew her audience with that one like that was a cute little uh a little moment um the song, I feel like, I don't even remember the words right now, but I, I feel like it's about, like, kind of leaving leaving space for an old lover to, like, come back. Like, kind of leaving the door open, I guess. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I like, after re-listening to the whole album, I am deeply in love with this song. Like, I think it's probably 
it, it is my number one song on the album. Mm. It's coming, definitely coming in at number one out of all the nine songs. Definitely coming in at number one, very strong. Mm. Is uh, footsteps just because I think it's constructed so beautifully. Mm. Um, I like kind of like waterfall moment that they have, like going through it, like kind of like the kind of like a rain stick but like not a rain stick type of vibe Mm. um but i agree i think the song is definitely about leaving space for a lover or basically being like you and a lover coming together and basically being like hey like we had something really special and i just wanted i just wanted to let you know that like when we broke up i didn't really mean for it to be the end or when we parted ways i didn't really mean for it to be the end like I left these footsteps for you to like follow me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Like that was and intentional. I th- yeah. It's, it, I do think the yeah. song is really about intention. Like it was intentional that when we, when things ended or however the way things ended that I didn't, I tried my best to make sure you knew that it wasn't over for good. Like maybe y'all had a real, na- we, they had a real nasty conversation once they broke up. But then like maybe a few months later, Kehlani like DM them on Instagram and then this other person's like, what the heck is that about? Like, why are you talking to me like we didn't just break up a couple months ago? And she's like, because I left footsteps in the mud for you, baby. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's actually the scenario. Um, <laughs> but I definitely feel like um, it's relatable, especially for like queer people, because I feel like we leave so much space in like relationships. And as far as leaving and entering like new ones being like yeah okay like i like i left this but i also kind of want you to chase me and i know i've definitely Mm. been guilty of this being like yeah like i'm kind of ending this right now but like i kind of want you to chase me Mm -hmm. i kind of want you to (laughs) pick up what i'm putting down like i'm saying that i hate you but I actually just want you to come, like, cuddle me and tell me that I'm pretty and that you love me. Yeah, like, I'm saying I hate you, but I'm actually obsessed. No, like, that is the vibe. Yeah. And um, I love that Music Soul Child is on this. Um, I think their voices together really, really create, like, this really perfect and beautiful, well-blended harmony. And I definitely hear, like, um, th- this could this definitely could have been, like, a brandy song and i wouldn't have been surprised mm-hmm. you know what i mean um because i think the layering is just that specific the lyrics are that specific like when i walked away i left footsteps in the mud so you can follow me you're so bad at holding water slips right through your fingers we both and end up drowning you it would hit, hit the, the ground, ground like, wash away wash away it just really feels like too exhausted you know, lovers yeah. who thought that they could have had something good, but only and only created a moment. And it's really beautiful and it's really well written and mm-hmm. it's definitely coming at coming in at number one strong for me. Yeah. And, sh- and really shout out strong. to Music So Child because I feel like that is someone who just constantly doesn't get enough love. I mean, for what he contributed to music and just his sound, his vibe, his energy, his poetry. So shout out to him for hearing this and answering that email and providing me at least with a banger because like I bought this album on vinyl. It went on sale um, at Urban Outfitters like a year ago and I was like, it was like $14 and I was like, okay, well I'm going to buy it right now. So thanks Music Soul Child. Thanks Music Soul Child. Thanks for the discount. (laughs)
Then, ooh, the next track, Nunya, featuring Dom, uh, Dom Kennedy. Dom Kennedy. Um, Wait, no- the next track is Too Deep. Oh, it's Too Deep? Oh. Pss, re- rewind. Too Deep. That's Kaylani by herself. This shit is getting too deep. Too deep. Yeah, yeah. Too deep. Too deep. I forgot how good this song was. Like, I... I literally never paid attention. To She's music, so like, one of the there. lyrics. One of the lyrics is "We was candy crushing." I know that's right. We was candy like, crushing. That's <laughs> a sign of the times. Yeah, that's one thing I'll say about <laughs> Kehlani. She is very like she will deliver a pop vocal and a pop lyric on an R and B track. Agreed. Agreed. You can tell that they really write their own shit. Mm-hmm. Too aggravated. Too complicated. More, so more, and more complicated. Le, 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 convers- like, le, 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 It's about that. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, they're actually delivering. They're delivering something. I think I really just like, I really like, like, the bass in the song. Like, I think it's very, like, R&B, which I never really gave it credit for before. At first, I was like, oh, I don't really know what is going on here. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I think that, like, I get it. They're yeah. kind of like, oh, like I never really in. I this was never really like my vibe. Like you're getting way too involved and too invested in what this is, and it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. This is definitely like a, uh, a love letter from a Taurus to a Scorpio, like you know, to uh, to a water just, sign from an Earth sign to a water uh, sign. Earth signs: oh, Taurus, absolutely. Virgo, Capricorn, Water, Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio, and they're saying, hey. Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio. This is too intense. It's too deep. Okay, so too too much. Little, yeah. Too many steps, too many levels, too many laps, too many hurdles. You don't want to get hurt by me. I don't want to be a crutch for you. Mm. Too insane. Too irritated. Too, too irritated. Too inconsistent. Too inconsistent. You just want to talk. I don't want to listen. This is definitely Earth sign vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. very, very, very heavy on the earth mm-hmm. because that is definitely like I can definitely relate to that. Like I'm too, I'm too irritated. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to talk. An, Why are you talking? An earth sign, <laughs> <laughs> an earth sign would definitely make a song, make a, a a deep song, a deep emotional song about something being not emotionally deep. Emotionally deep. Yep. This shit is getting too deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, girl. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you're obsessed. Why are you so obsessed, you're obsessed with me? Obsessed with me. Boy, I want to know. Lying. That lying that you're sexing me. All right. Uh, next one is Nunya featuring Dom Kennedy, which I'm so sorry to this man, but you ruined this song. You absolutely I... ruined this song, Mr. Dom Kennedy. I agree. Oh, by the way, Too Deep is number seven. Oh my! Oh wow! On your like ranking, out of nine, yeah, it's okay. number seven. Nunya literally would be my number one if it weren't for Dom Kennedy. <laughs> I'm very serious. Yeah, wait, no, but I'm serious too. No, like Nunya is really good, but it came, it came, it definitely came in at number eight. It's yeah, just, like, it's just a really good song. Yeah, because his verse. It's just a really good yeah, song. She's literally was... just talking about, like, why are you all of my business? Why do you care about this? Why do you care about that? Like, it's none of your business. And I'm like, that is so true. <laughs> That's so true, Kehlani. It is none of your business. 
yeah, like, if we're, we're not together, like, why do you keep asking about me? Why are you calling my friends, asking me about where, where I'm at? Like, why are you checking for this new nigga that I'm, like... Right, who's to the right of my you, SUV? Like, come like, on. Like, hush, hush, hush. Hush, hush, hush. This, this is definitely giving... This is definitely giving... Um, someone that you should block but because you're an earth sign you're not going to you just want to feed into the drama (laughs) toxic for fun it's really none of your business like it's none of your business it's just like okay so why do you keep responding this is me like my my response to the song would be like okay well why does why has this person had the opportunity to ask you multiple times or ask the people that you're hanging around multiple times where they at and like, there's something so childish too about it. It's like it's called Nunya. Like I just I remember being little and just like, oh my god, like what did they say that was for lunch today? Nunya, like Nunya, like you know that's just so like it just reminds me of like elementary, middle school, like all the bad bitches that I would like try to be friends with, and they would be like Nunya, like get out of my face, like ew. <laughs> <laughs> like Ilk. ew. Um, Couple wet wipes, case a bum try to touch me. Try to touch ew. me. Uh, 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 uh. You can definitely tell that this song was written in response to a man. Yes. I mean, it's weird, too, because Kehlani is so queer. Like, Kehlani has been publicly, like, with a lot of women, but I guess has also been with men. Like, they've had a child and everything. So it's like, you can really hear the stark difference between the music that's about men and the music that's about women. Yeah. um, I 100% agree they uh they did an interview with like Jake Paul um random like, who is randomly. that who is that <laughs> they're, they're like this like problematic white kid who's like also like a boxer okay or whatever i think him and like his brother like were like on youtube like saying the n word or something something like that uh. something that was like a cancelable offense mm-hmm. but like you know white people don't actually get canceled so it's like it was fine um but now I, I'm pretty sure he's a prominent boxer, or the brother is a prominent boxer. There's like something about the Paul brothers, like um, literally like that like a name. Podcast. That name is triggering. Like Jake Paul, that that just sounds so like I can't. It sounds Confederate. It, it is Confederate. giving Confederate. It's giving your father owned slaves. Like it's it's just giving it's giving a, <laughs> a level of of white supremacy that is ridiculous. But I'm sorry, you said he had a podcast. What? Not your father owned slaves. So not not even like third generation. Mm-mm. Not even third or fourth generation. Currently. Like two years ago, he just let them bitches go. No, yeah. He, he he said lockdown. <laughs> he said lockdown. Oh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know who I'm COVID paying. <laughs> I'm getting busy on this motherfucking plantation. You know what popped my busy. butt meant to Harriet Tubman? It meant a whip. It meant a whip. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but also to note, uh, the reason why I know this song is about, uh, a man is because there's like one specific like line. It's like, don't worry about if he's got kids now, if he's richer than you, slicker than you, and his net worth bigger than you, his, and his dick game thicker than you, which is nice. also just like nice, nice. but <laughs> they, they change like uh they change the lyrics when they do it live now um so now they perform don't worry if she's richer than you slicker than you her net worth bigger than you her strap game 
sicker, oh, better, okay. or something like that. Yeah. So Kalani's really like no, like no. Oh yeah, that's what she, that's what they talked about in the interview. They were like, yeah, like I am not attracted to men. Um, it took me a while to like really realize that I I don't I'm I don't date men or anything like that. Like they were like very much like, yeah, like I did it. Um, and they talked about like their relationship with their baby father and, and things mm. like that and how that's that's a beautiful process and how they weren't even really together. It was kind of like kind of like a romantic connection, but like not so far as like they were like in a full blown relationship. They just kind of came to that person and they were like, hey, like, I think you would be a really good dad. I think I would be a really good mom. Let's create this, you know, beautiful child together. And so that's kind of what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this lyricism kind of spoke to speak to like where they were now because i think before like uh it was good until it wasn't which is like their second or third studio album i'm I'm not entirely sure Mm -hmm. they were publicly with uh a man Mm -hmm. um publicly with a man and had been with a couple men uh prior to like party next door and like kyrie irving Right. Something like that. Also, so. also, I remember in in 2016, I think she like came or they came forward with like a um, suicide attempt on Instagram. They had said like, "Hey, like, I've been in a really low place, but like, I'm still here, and like, I have a community that brought me back, or something like that." I I, I remember that. Um, yeah, it, it has something to do with like party next. It, it has something to do with the internet, like and like party next door being like, "Yeah, I got like they." He posted a story like being like, "Oh, I got the internet's after all the drama i got all the, the internet or the r&b singer back in my bed and like posted a picture of, of her and like in bed not really her like it wasn't like her but like it was her tattoos or mm. their tattoos and um yeah and that like set the internet on fire and like people were like talking shit about them and being like oh, you cheating on Kyrie, you fucking suck and, and chris brown jumped in for a little bit <sighs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was really, like it was, it was like very like drama. It was like very like drama. And at that point, I wasn't like invested in Kaylani at that point. So I, mm-hmm. I, not that it wasn't like an important event. I was no I, say that it, was just say like, it, say that, it. Go ahead. You don't no, care bitch. about Kaylani. <laughs> no, that was just the first. That was just that was my introduction to them. No, yeah, yeah. that my introduction to them was that drama. I was like, whoa, what is going on? Because right. I listened to the album and then I think I just started following them and like. I I, did, I think I just started following them like weeks or maybe like a month or so prior to that event happening. So I was like, wait, what the fuck is mm. going on? They're dating who? Because I saw Kalani and I was like, oh, aren't they gay? Like mm-hmm. before before they even came out, I was like, I thought Kalani was, I thought Kalani was no, gay. No, yeah, yeah. I've seen clips of them from their like, they were on some award, uh, some singing show. Like, I don't know if it was American Idol or America's Got Talent or something like that. It was giving, yeah, it was giving Blurred. Uh, blurred is like black nerd. It's it's a term. It's out there, but it was also yes, it was yes. also giving like butch femme, like it was it was giving butch femme queen realness, but it was also giving like I wear like I love boobies bracelets and like the chiclet gum belts and stuff. Like it was also like the swag era of like being 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 lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super swaggy. Yeah, yeah you know, like I don't always, know. always yeah, pretty though. They were always pretty, like so, so pretty. Yeah, and still such a baddie, such a baddie. I know, and they just get better with age. Yeah, just one of those people that you can just tell it's really gonna age well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sending love. 
Send, sending my love. love. Sending okay. my love to, <laughs> to you. Um, okay. Okay. Next <laughs> up on the album. <laughs> Sorry for the tangent, everyone. Right, right. Next up on the album, we have Morning Glory. Now, this is my least favorite song on the album. Mm. Coming in at number nine out of nine, it's Morning Glory by mm. Kalani, track four. Um, the first line of the song is, I want to take my wig off. Take my wig off. And Like, <laughs> <laughs> take it off, bitch. Like, take it off. <laughs> they said, I I just watched uh, How, to Get, How to Get Away with Murder, and I saw Viola Davis, and I'm inspired to write a song. Like, what? I want to take my wig off. I, I want to lay it on nightstand. I want to take my makeup off. I want to. What is it? I, I want these nails, these nails off, off my hands. Like, I want to rip these nails it. off my hands. All right, we can go to the next track. Um, <laughs> Morning Glory. Like, Everyone go stream Morning Glory by Kaylani. Everyone go stream that. <laughs> I just wanna. I just wanna say about Morning Glory. I feel like this track is so like. If you don't want me at my good night, you can't have me at my Morning Glory. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, Queen, absolutely. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you out there are dating someone. Who is if you feel uncomfortable about like taking your wig off, popping those fucking nails off, you know, getting real dirty, ugly, grimy, mm-hmm. and going to bed? If 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 somebody doesn't love you at your motherfucking good night, then take Kalani's advice. They can't have you at your motherfucking morning glory. Right. You heard? If they don't love you when you're when your pinky toe, your right pinky toe, all the way to the right, on the right, it's a little dark. It's looking a little bit like tree bark. If they can't love you like that, they can't love you when you got your BBL and you got your nice teeth and you got your BMW. They can't. So, they can't. They can't. And you know, honestly, I would say about this song, Morning Glory, I, in a weird way, I feel like I could almost hear like Ariana Grande sing this song. So honestly, give the song a listen and let me know what you think because I feel like Ariana it's could sing it. It definitely could give Ari in, 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 in her sweetener era. Yeah, very sweet. I mean, then they came out in similar times. Like, Sweetener came out in 2019, and this album, Wally Wait, came out in 2019. Yeah, 2019, 2019. February 2019. Purr. Purr. Uh, okay, Feels. Oh, feels. Track five. I ask myself, is this shit real? real? I contemplate by how I feel. Ugh. Then that beach like right. right, right, right. I don't want to wait another minute. Oh boy, you got me falling from the ceiling for like. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's 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 so good. It's 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 so yeah. it's one of those songs that make you feel like damn, like I'm really in love. Like I was singing this shit even before I was in love because I was like, this is this is how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. Like you give me feels like. And I would never even use like that mm-hmm. kind of like verbiage, you know what I mean? Because I'm a real nigga. Like real niggas don't have feelings. No, I'm mm-hmm. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Everyone go to therapy. Mm-hmm. But yes, you give me feels. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that it. I know that it's real. You give me feels. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly thinking about this song because I'm just like, it literally is just like, it's like honey. Like, it's just so infectious and like poppy. It's like an injection of like, 
sweetness and that, you know, that honeymoon phase of love, like caught up in the craze of love. But the chorus is just so catchy. Like, you give me feels and I know that 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 I know so pretty you give me and and the layering's also really really good mm-hmm. on it too like mm-hmm. it's it, you can hear different harmonies like throughout it mm-hmm. i think the beat set in at a really nice time it has a really nice build but it still maintains like that kind of sweetness that mm-hmm. yeah like you know like the sweetness to it, it kind of tastes like it's got a little sweetness it, no it kind of feels like <laughs> it feels like it feels like when you're chewing on your favorite flavor of Starburst. You know mm. what I'm saying? What's your favorite flavor of Starburst? Uh, I was going to say the color. That's fine. That's <laughs> the, valid. The flavor. That's it's fine. yellow. You like it's the yellow one? High yellow? I like the yellow. Well, that makes sense why you yeah. decided to do this podcast with me. Um, I like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the orange. Like, if you like strawberry, you're, you're, I'm, I'll say it, you're weak. <laughs> if that's your favorite, no, I mean, like, you can like No, you can like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if that's your but favorite. But if that's your favorite, yeah, you're a weak ass bitch. You're weak. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but I like this, but just, literally, what you're saying, too, like, I feel like this album is honestly, like, we were kind of struggling which Kehlani album to focus on because there honestly are so many, like, honorable mentions, You Should Be Here, It Was Good Till It Wasn't, um, Blue Water Road. There's so many albums that are iconic, um, especially her first mixtape. You should be here, but the like this is a good sweet spot um, album for me. It, I feel like it, you know, she they were very intentional about being mature in this album, I guess, and not being so, <clears throat> not but at the same time not being so serious about really like heavy kind of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, it is like this, and this song specifically feels it's like such a little like dose of, uh, of like molasses or honey or something. Yeah, when I think of this album, feels is definitely the first song that like pops into my head. Um, but yeah, mm. and like you said, like they're making lot, they're they're making light of like a lot of like difficult topics, like even in verse two, and they're like took a lot of hard shit just to learn how not to break down and stop. You know, no matter mm-hmm. what I've seen in the past, I won't let it impact how we grow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it feels like, I mean, they say it a lot better than I do, but it, it really sounds like in this song, like, even though they're like, oh, you give me feels and like, I love you and like, I, I'm falling for you and all this other like dreamy stuff. Like, they're really talking about like, like, this shit isn't easy. Like, I, I like, I've had to like unlearn a lot of a lot of my own ways and like I'm not gonna let that stop me from how I feel about you mm-hmm. and this is gonna be a new opportunity to really like let this set in um and I think it's really beautiful and that's why Feels is ranked number two mm-hmm. after Footsteps and that's why you should go on YouTube and go stream JoJo's Marvin's Room <laughs> I think it is the best version of it <laughs> um I, I really do. Like, I really do. Fuck that new really girl at you. Like, poof, poof, poof. So good. So good. Um, and I also think that Feels was probably written for a woman or about a woman. Yes. And I think that's probably why it's so good, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What is our next track? Next track is 
on some nights like like this the leading single to this um this ep featuring nice it's nice like this uh featuring ty dollar sign Mm -hmm. this song is toxic this song is you you know that sneaky link from a from a year or two ago you know this is you getting back in the car with that sneaky link and this is what you put on the radio like this is this is that that coming back to that lover and and bringing back all those memories and all that intensity and all that stuff like just just for a night just for a night like this <laughs> i actually I think I might have to disagree with you on that. I don't think this is necessarily toxic in a way that it's like, oh, like we're coming back to this and like I'm replaying. Like, like yes, it's like we're rethinking it, but I think this is like a declaration of kind of like anger and frustration. And I think this is kind of like therapeutic in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they do talk about like the girl like getting her getting their hopes up and stuff like that and like kind of leading them on so like there is an element of fear in this like you know if we keep if we come back to these nights like this that we used to do like is it actually gonna like continue no is it actually gonna like mean something is it gonna be meaningful so like i definitely see what you're saying with like fear being a part of it um and it not only Mm -hmm. being like it's not just toxic but um because there is there's a level of caution um, but I think the, you know, I think Ty Dolla Sign's verse is for me what kind of seals the deal Super of like, oh, toxic. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every one of Ty Dolla Sign's verses is super toxic. I, like, I don't, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think. Every one of Ty Dolla Sign's dollar signs is toxic. Like, I, I don't think that this is the same man that we're dealing with. I think, I think um, Ty Dolla Sign is like the Walmart version of Future. Damn. You know me and Future have the same birthday? Mm, I don't think that's something that you should you should tell people. I think it's kind of fab. I'm like, I feel like we couldn't be any more different. <laughs> like, like, there's no way that we're cut from the same cloth. I mean, this is why people need to really look at their birth charts, because, like, your <laughs> placements really mean a lot. Because I'm like, like, the fact that I could literally be walking around here acting like Future, like, that is wild. I think that you guys, you know, I, you know, I don't know future personally. We're both um, tall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. And light skinned. Um, no. But I think. I'm translucent. Ty Dolla Sign is like moderately brown skin. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like burnt, he burnt caramel. Than me. He's like burnt caramel. He might be a little lighter than me. Burn caramelo. I, I think he gives light skin vibes. I feel like oh, yeah. because he because of his association with Drake, like it makes him like three times three shades lighter. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Another one. Um, another one. Thank you. And I don't I, I don't say that like Ty Dolla Sign is like the the wall like I'm not taking Walmart like lightly. Like I get that it's a huge conglomerate and they should they should pay their customers more. I mean Facts. their uh their staff more. But I think that Ty Sol Ty Sol What's what's the boy's name? What's the young man's T- name? Uh, Ty um, Tyga t- no. <laughs> Tiger 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 Doja Tiger Doja Doja Cat Doji Cat Doji. 
uh ty dollar sign i yeah like he's he's very like musically inclined and i think that Mm -hmm. as a musician he's very good i think that his lyricism is very toxic it's very dreamville (laughs) i think it yeah it's supposed to be like that's like his that's like his thing so uh yeah but uh for kalani's portion of the song um you know i i really feel for her in this i really feel for them in this song like i feel like you know, I've definitely, mm, no, I'm not going to say that I've been in this position. I don't tend to, well, okay, yeah. Mm. 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 Let's make space for growth here. <laughs> Let's make space. Yeah, I've definitely felt like like I was, uh, you know, really into like this straight girl at one point, And like, it felt like, you know, they were taking so much from me and like, I really felt like, oh, there's a shot here. Like, we have opportunity. Like, we're hanging out. Like, I'm over your house. Like, we're chilling. Like, we're doing things. And, like, it just, it really wasn't that. And, um. On some nice like this, how do y'all do get me? Tell me I can help but think of love. I've been reminiscing, sipping, missing, yeah. Can you tell me what's with all this distant love? If I can't you pick it up. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it does definitely give it's it's definitely giving thirsty though like yeah. parched but like on the car like in the car like you already in the car like he like he already or whatever the, the person already pulled up in front of your apartment and you already walk you click 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 down the steps and your cute little sweatpants and your heels and you got into the car and like you're driving now and you're like damn but that's honestly what kalani gives me like i feel like kalani gives like sprung when they're in it like when they're in it like they're completely sprung but i feel like like they're genuinely like they're like a sprung type of person and then like when they're out of it they're like all right i'm done and i'll never speak to you again mm. that's, that's taurus yeah that's that's, taurus. that's big taurus that's big taurus energy though yeah i mean it's kind, it's loki it's low it loki makes sense why taurus and scorpio are kind of like sister signs or like they kind of are a little similar because like i do think scorpios do that too of like you know they, they can just cut it off Scorpio doesn't just snip you out. <laughs> just cut you off. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Yeah. But different people uh, take, you know, different people take it differently. So what's the next track? Uh, oh, <laughs> RPG. Role-playing game featuring black or six black, as some people could say. Six lack. Six lack. Wait, is that what it's called? RPG role playing, yeah, role-playing yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the gaming world, for all you gate for all my gamers out there, um, like RPGs are examples of like, um, they're like they can be first person games. Uh, typically in Japan, they can be eight person games where you can play up to eight different characters. But it's typically you just play one character going through, um, an already chosen sort of storyline. So like Zelda would be an example of a role playing game. Pokemon is essentially, yeah, Pokemon's also like a, a type of role-playing game. But I think in the, in the purest form, it's like one character following a storyline. Ha- you know, things happen to them. You know, they have to face a lot of challenges, you know, jump through a lot of hoops, you know, get to, maybe do some puzzles, you know. RPG, role-playing wow. game. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I Like, I mean, like for the however many years I've been listening to this album, um, I, I, I didn't even, I, I've never... I've always been curious, but never curious enough to like 
search it up. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> RPG? You know what I mean? I just let the mystery live on in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And now that it's solved, it's just like, now I need a new mystery. It just put, puts it in perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, seriously. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, okay, now I'm looking at the lyrics in a, in a whole, like, new, different light. You told me I'm beautiful. I, you told me I'm beautiful because I told me you because I told you you don't tell me enough. You're lying next to me because I told you you don't touch me enough. You told me you stayed with me because I told you you've been working too much. You told me you care for me because I told you, you don't show me show me your love. And now I get it. Like you're you're only doing this because I told you. Like I I basically told you that you're not doing enough. So now mm-hmm. you're stepping into like this role playing. You're being someone else mm-hmm. in order to like you know mm-hmm. wow that's- yeah because like a lot of times like in role-playing games there's there's things that are set that you you have to do you can't even you don't have a choice of yes or no or i'm gonna do something else and like they're like no this is when this is happening um so I, yes i love that in the song like they kind of play with like those roles switching within the relationship and like how frustrating that can feel but like for the person who has for the manipulator or the person who has an advantage in the relationship, it can feel like a game for them. Oh, wow. Wow. This song is deeper than I thought. This album I is fucking amazing. This album is fucking amazing and it's so slept on. It's so slept on for Kehlani specifically. They said, you can pick a player just so I can get my way. And I think you realize you do this because you realize I won't wait. Like, damn. Mm. Mm. The, damn. <laughs> mm. Spitting. These mm-hmm. cats are spitting. These cats are spitting nowadays. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I get it. But like, okay, like. <laughs> here, here what? you go. <laughs> here you, you're like, okay, what? but like, do we have to get emotional about this? <laughs> No, no, but I'm like, really? Isn't this what a relationship is? Like, oh yeah, not that yeah. You're like, you know, a like, relationship like, is is. A, I believe a relationship does involve uh, role playing. It, you, it can, it can. I mean, I think that just in our own lives, we play several roles: mother, daughter, brother, sister, father, friend, cousin. We play so many roles, yeah. and those are just that's just a few, you know, teacher, mentor, <laughs> but student, but. uh in a relationship is kind of like a constant kind of, you know, balancing of, uh, you know, it's sharing roles. Like when you're committed to a partner um, or multiple partners, whatever is your thing, um, you know, you have to also commit to the idea of the role that you're used to playing and that you're comfortable playing, that you want to play in the relationship, that you have been playing in the relationship for a year or two years, that that can change and that that can shift and you may have to share that with uh, with your partner or like another party like you may have to play that, that do that balancing act and i think that you know sometimes the reaction to that can be unhealthy like the one person who needs the role to be balanced you know can maybe demand from someone who's not ready to share that role you know and it's like it, yeah. it can be a you know it can be a, a triggering experience for some yeah but it sounds like it looks like in this song, it, it looks like Kalani is the one that's like demanding that someone not demanding, but it's kind of like suggesting, oh, you know, like you don't do this, like you don't touch me enough, you don't mm-hmm. touch me enough. And then this person is like, OK, well, 
I'm doing it now. And they're like, you're only doing this because I told you. Yeah. And I'm like, and she, well, she goes off on, or they go off on, show me your love, show me your love, show me your love, show me your love. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that me showing you the love by literally doing what you, showing up in the ways that you, you're telling me that you're, that's, that's what you expect of me? Mm-hmm. Isn't that, isn't, isn't that me showing you, showing your love? Mm-hmm. I think for Kehlani, the voice, the voice that's saying, show me your love, show me your love, show me, is just so much, that's so much louder than anything else, you know? This sort of des- yeah. desire for something that isn't happening, you know. I think a lot of people, especially people who have entered relationships like in like romantic and even platonic relationships in younger in age, like you kind of like expect a lot without mm. saying, without having said any of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. A lot of people expect a lot, but I feel like everyone expects a lot. But this is just me as someone who's like, I just want to be me. Why are you guys asking You're things? Not just me? No, I, no, I don't want to take out the trash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, this could be from like, uh, what is it called? The third, from the third, third eye. Mm. What's that role? What's that role in like writing? And it's like first, first person, third. It could be like a third person type thing. Oh or yes, sec- like, or second uh, person. Mm, second person. It is. It is where they're in second like person. somebody's like somebody's telling Kalani, like you're only doing this, or you know somebody's beg, somebody's like angry Kalani, show me your love, show me your love, mm. and like they're kind of just like echoing this in this song. It's like you know, and that would make a lot of sense, especially if this were written in context to a relationship with a man that they were like with and that they weren't like super comfortable in the relationship and they didn't understand why because they didn't ha- come to the realization that they were gay and so this man is being like oh you're lying next because i you know show me your love like show me your love like show like show up for me like do this do that and kalani's like i, I am <laughs> <laughs> i'm here like, but i am <laughs> and, you know, and and this guy is like, well, you're not, you're not really like, and you keep like, you know, whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm doing my best, but it's like, you're not doing enough. Yeah. It's constantly, it's constantly that. I don't like, eh, you know, well, either way, I feel like if someone were to approach like, sing like these lyrics to me, I'd be like, okay. Me as a Capricorn, I'd be like, okay, I'm lying next to you because you told me I don't touch you enough hence why i'm like like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i did the thing that you asked me to do so let's let's hush up about it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean let's stop talking about Mm -hmm. it the problem the problem's already been solved Mm. was there a problem fixed we've already fixed the issue Mm, the issue that you were having we fixed it was it an issue i think that's another you know it's a big question for me that always comes up in relationships i'm always like you know what? I'm really upset. Like I have, I have an issue. With, I have a problem. With, I'm like, mm, let me actually sit back and think about this. Like, is this an issue? Is this a problem? You know, am I not? Am I overreacting or am I being dramatic? But like, is it really a problem or is it just something to talk about that we haven't talked about yet? Is it just a conversation to be had? You know, rather than mm. than an, it's something that needs fixing. But mm. I don't know. Who knows? Me, I feel like um, at this point in my life, I have a difficult time talking. Um, 
just in general like i feel like there's so much going on that like it's it's hard for like my partner to sit me down and be like well what's going on like what's the issue and for me to like actually say it because there's six or seven different things going on in my head that could that I could try to pinpoint and make me think oh that's why I've been acting this way or that's why I react to you this way but it's also difficult for me to just like say that and and not because I'm like I I don't know like it feels like it feels like I'm being like lazy in that like I'm being like lazy like I'm like like I actually don't want to talk about it like I'd rather go to bed but like that's really Mm -hmm. how I feel about it but that's that's not just me with a partner. That's me with everyone. Me and my mom have had the same issue. I feel like I've had the same issue with you and like us, a good deal of my other friends. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, like I'm yeah, good I mean, off the talking I, shit. I would definitely say that like even just on a base level, like as queer black people, as trans black people, um, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're being cornered, sort of. Um, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Being backed up into a corner, being asked a lot of questions with pe- from people yeah. who from people who don't want to read books. They don't want to read articles. They don't want to even look on TikTok to find out information about what it means to be black and queer and black and trans. Um, so it's just tough enough just to even, you know, talk about things that aren't intimate because there's just like there's so yeah, much. Yeah, like. I'm at the I'm I'm def- genuinely at the point right now. It's just yeah, it's difficult to even have this like a regular conversation with people because I feel like everything just gets so. How are you How are you feeling? Like shut. But like, fuck how up. are you though? Like, how are you? Like stop this shit talking. is getting everyone, everyone too deep. Stop talking. Too deep. Too deep. <laughs> a little, little too. Uh, a little too deep. Like, um. I did want to go over, I did want to make a point to, like, mm-hmm. read RPGs first because I did recently bec- come across a, a TikTok. No, not RPG. I'm sorry. Uh, Six Slack or Black. <laughs> it's just Black. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Oh, wait. wait speaking. He, he wait. Just... Sorry, everyone. I must talk about this since we just said Black. Um, the artist that I was trying to figure out the name of uh, last week that was... Um, they had sang that song, um, I hope your flowers bloom, I hope your flowers bloom. Their name is Black Party. It's not Jungle Party, it's Black Party. Um, they're really amazing. They have a song with Donald Glover. Highly suggest giving them a listen. The song is Bloom by Black Party. Just throwing that out there. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. I'm, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I recently came across a uh, TikTok. Uh, where Black was asked, you know, what was his favorite feature or whatever. And he's like, you know, you know, very like pageant, pageantly, pageantry. Like he was like, oh, all of my features are my favorite. But if I had to choose one, <laughs> uh, he said this was his like favorite feature. And he was talking about how he was able to get like so raw and vulnerable. And this was like the first time like he had ever really done that um, in music making and uh he thought it was really special in the song and I just thought it was interesting because the song is just so this is not like a mainstream type of deal uh but in this verse he says I don't want to make you think that I'm saying things because you prompted me been working with a lag a fucked up past I want you to be proud of me it seems like day one you was fond of me same shit I felt for you then I fell for you fell in love it's embarrassing to tell the truth but now it's the point where my love is up for debating 
and maybe it's too late to shake. I think love is shown, you think love is spoken, and we're both coming from the same place. For every song that I write is a note to self, note to God, note to you. Don't count me out. Besides this and my daughter, I only got love for you. I've been suppressed. I ain't the best. Roll up the problems, smoke up the stress. We got way too much shit on the line, but you can't see. Emotions got you blind. Past life regression. Lifetime lessons carrying a message. Real life angels, angels battling, battling depression. depression. That's so fire too, because like Dungeons and Dragons, like Angel is like a race that like Dungeons and Dragons. That's an example of a role playing game, like a huge story based role playing game. And Angel is like a type of race that you can play in that game. And it's just like he really kind of spit with that, like real life angels battling depression. Like because you know we're all mm-hmm. so we so sweet, you know we we mean so well sometimes but there's just so much there's so much weight in the world that we get bogged down by so yeah mm. yeah uh, that's it was a really good verse and i think it speaks for itself mm-hmm. oh okay oh wait rpg comes in at number number three for me mm, number three my lord number three um up next we have track eight uh, butterfly. butterfly. This song is really good. Also, it's produced by the Rascals. Mm, it's the Rascals. Rascals. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Leon Thomas the third. Um, also known as um, Andre. Andre. Um, Victorious. If you have ever seen that. Show. Here I am once again. Once again. Feeling lost, feeling but, lost now but now and then. Tori Vega, also known as Lola from Zoe 101, full circle. (laughs) Okay. Butterfly, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like, I didn't care for this song when I first heard it. It took me, it took a while to grow on me. But I think it's just because it's it's such like a ballad and you know like ballads aren't always like my favorite you know but um but i actually it actually has grown on me and i think it's a wonderful song um you know i feel it coming gotta rush like i'm running late no longer looking for something i feel it like i gotta rush like you know know what Mm -hmm. i mean like this is good like it definitely adequate adequately describes the feeling that you get when you have butterflies for someone Mm -hmm. but it narrates it in such a profound way mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like in the way that mm-hmm. like when you have feels for someone like in 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 their song feels it's a little more concrete it's a little more like oh mm-hmm. i feel this way about you i feel but like the butterflies is just sort of like it's it's something that happens without your control like you're literally just like walking out your door grabbing your keys putting your jacket on and somehow now your stomach has butterflies and you're like i wasn't even thinking about this dude like what is going on Right. But Kelani is the type to be sprung, like, <laughs> like sprung. that, so. Sprung, like pogo stick sprung. T-Pain. Sprung. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I love this song, really, and I think it starts off really nicely. It starts off real gent- gently, and then mm-hmm. it gets into, like, like a drum. Like, there's, like, a drum that comes in later on, and then... She gets into like they get into like reciting like some poetry at the end. It gives very much like NDIV like poetry mm-hmm. vibes. It de- this definitely is like a song for like aunties. Mm-hmm. It's like a modern day auntie song. Mm-hmm. 
um, which I think it is. I think it's great. I I I also think that this was probably written for a woman. Just the way that it's so delicately written, mm-hmm. and, and and especially in the out. Mm-hmm. And for I feel like Kehlani wrote it about themselves, like or wrote it for themselves. It's like it's almost like a, oh, yeah. a, a love letter to their own kind of softness. Because Kehlani is a type of artist where like they're very cool and you know they're queer and all the pretty and all that stuff, but like they like to have like a lot of tattoos and like long curly hair and look have this real dark kind of look to them and like kind of walk real masculine and stuff. But like when they sing, they're like <laughs> you know, so like they're <laughs> they're very sweet and sensitive and soft. Um, like their album their amazing album sweet sexy savage i think was like a great ode to like what um that name is just like such a great ode to what uh kehlani represents they are yeah Yeah. but yeah if you guys have a chance stream butterfly stream Stream the whole shit yeah stream this whole album the album is called while we wait while we ate yeah (laughs) while Um, while while she ate while she (laughs) Wow, she ate. Wow, she ate. Right. You ate that wow, one thing. Ate. You really ate that one you thing. You ate that one thing. Um, yeah, Butterfly comes in at number five for me. And then the last track is Love Language. Mm. I fucking mm. love mm. this. The flavor that melting on my tongue. I love this song. I love this song. Like it's so like it, even the way that it comes in with the like oh 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 did that right this song is fire and it's so it's 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 so like perfectly like R and B like I'm like. Like I feel mm-hmm. like like Flo would sing something like this right now, like Flo could oh put out something gosh. like this right now. Oh my gosh! Yes, and, it's, and, it, and it'd be perfect. Like yes, this is it's really good. It's really it's really it's good. it's that um, beautiful marriage of pop pop and R and B. You know. Yeah. Very good representation of like the album and Kalani. For sure. Um. But I think the lyrics are very simple. I want to be fluent in your love language, mm-hmm. learning your love language. I don't know. I know I don't speak your language, but I want to know more, baby. Like mm-hmm. this is like what it's like. Feed, feed me. But I want to know it. Feed me, bitch. Like I'm ready to Duolingo right. to shit. Like. <laughs> oh, she said, "Please be patient with me, with you." Like that's beautiful. But like, be patient with this me. This is with like you. Come on. This is this is like real. This is like real shit. Like, if, and you really think about it. Like, whenever you've had to like learn a second language, I know I'm really bad at languages in in general. But just whenever you had to learn a second language or another language, or whenever you're like trying to learn that, uh, I hit my mic. Um, <laughs> a different language, it takes time. It takes patience. Um, and if you're really committed to it, you know, you could end up bilingual, trilingual, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I think it's the anyhow. same with, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same with people and relationships and love languages. Like you really have to just be committed and go all in and figuring out th- what this other person likes and like figuring out if our love languages even match. And if they don't mm. match, like I'm, I'm so committed to like 
learning you and like loving you that like i want to you know i, I want to know like, mm-hmm. teach me teach me nigga teach me by you i'm whipping that work keep taking that work i got it back to some of that real making some of that bounce baby come get to some of that bounce baby but yeah this is definitely a strong ending to the ep is it like it's an album i feel like it's an ep wait what what is what do they refer to it it's an album that's an album. It's, it's a long they play. Refer, they refer to it as a mixtape. Oh, okay, cool. That, that's fine. That's fine. Like the mixtape is some, it's somewhere short. between like an album and an EP. Yeah, some it's an in between. Um, but overall, my mm-hmm. ranking for the album is footsteps at number one, two feels, three RPG, four love language. Five butterfly, six nights like this, seven too deep, eight nunya, and nine morning glory. I'm gonna make my number three nunya because of Dom Kennedy. Like it would have been number one, but sorry to this man, but you kind of ruined the song. Love you, Kehlani. Um, number two is RPG featuring Black. And number one for me is absolutely, hands down, love language. Period. Honorable mention, Footsteps. <laughs> Beautiful song. It's the, it's the album opener. It's absolutely memorable. It's it's definitely the only song in the album, I'd say, that's like pure, pure R&B, I guess. Or like really like, uh, it just, it, it harkens back to like that 2010, you know, vibe you know, where we were kind of moving away from Neil Soul a little bit and into this, like, almost, like, I don't know, you know, we had, like, I Decided, like, Solange and, like, I, decided. I don't know. We, we, we had sort of, like, this edgy kind of British almost influence on R&B. And I think that mm-hmm. that this this song, Footsteps, is, is it harkens to that era. So definitely give it a listen. Period. Well, I think that's So all. did you watch Swarm? Did you watch Swarm? Did you finish Swarm? Child, yes, I told you I finished Swarm. You did you? I did, <laughs> and I really liked it. I watched Swarm on Amazon Prime twice, twice through the entire thing, twice through. My favorite episodes were the first one, the fifth one, and the last one, the seventh one. The sixth one, I watched it tw- like I, I watched the whole season, the whole series twice, and the sixth episode still does not make any sense to me to this day. So this I day. highly encourage you, if you haven't seen it yet, go stream Swarm on Amazon Prime, starring Chloe Bailey and Dominique Fishback. Yeah, kind of starring Chloe Bailey, kind of. Um. Okay. Thanks for the plug. Um. All right. I think that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening. Who's your favorite artist? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite artist? If it's not Kalani, bitch, it'll kill you. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Yes, thank you for listening. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Queer Black Soundtrack. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with the latest tea and get all the behind the scenes content, follow us on Instagram at Queer Black Soundtrack.